0: So, today in standard of care oncology, um, we're we're trying to give it lip service that we're doing precision medicine. So, you know, a patient, what happens typically, they they get diagnosed based on maybe symptoms that get them into the doctor or something that's found on a routine exam or accidentally on their own. Um, And then they typically have blood tests. Most often they end up with a, a, a biopsy. And at that point, the biopsy tells them basically, what tissue is affected. Is this pancreatic cancer? Is this breast cancer? Is this prostate cancer? And then from that information, we typically do imaging to see if it's left the building, if it's still in in, in, in situ or in, in its spot of origin, or if it's encroached into the circulation and into other parts of the body. And so then we create staging. And then based on that, we typically design a standard of care treatment approach, which almost always includes some form of surgery, chemotherapy, radiation, targeted therapies, hormone blockade therapies. And even when the uh, targeted therapy, that includes the immune therapies, that's a targeted therapy as well. So that's what's offered. And those are really, they're powerful ways. Those are all the goal of those therapies is to cytotoxically reduce. And simply what that means is it says, make the tumor burden smaller in whatever form is possible with whatever tool is possible. That's their goal. The whole focus of standard of care oncology is based on the tumor and the tumor cell and the tumor pathways. That's what we've been focusing on for 75 years. And it's, it's kind of a failing, uh, process, right? We are, um, I mean, my gosh, when I told you the statistics of men and women expecting to be diagnosed with cancer, why are we not putting research into the why? And then when the World Health Organization shows that um, by 2030, we will double our cancer population worldwide, that's pretty horrific um, to consider that. And that in the last 19 years, we've had 17 years, we've had about 96 new drugs to the market for for, um, a study was done on these 96 new drugs to the market that overall, the best they can offer patients when you put them all together and you look at the statistic they offer you, at best, 2.4 months of overall survival. And that doesn't even talk about the quality of life of those patients. We can do better. We have to do better. And so now we're starting to run all these amazing genomic testing on patients and molecular profiles. And everyone gets all excited about that. And they're like, oh, you've got a RAS mutation, or a BRAF mutation, or a MEC mutation. And we keep going after the single target single treatment approach, which is failing us. And then we also still use an approach called the maximum tolerated dose approach, which is pretty much let's napalm the field and see what's left and hope the patient survives it, right? Most people don't die of the cancer itself. They die of thrombolytic events, meaning a blood clot because um, cancer changes the coagulation in the body. They die of cachexia, which is a non-caloric related um, um, deficiency, metabolic shift in their body that makes them basically starve to death in order to, to feed the tumor. And then just the side effects of treatment. Those are the primary causes of death in somebody dealing with this. Those three things can be very well managed with the integrative model. So it's not even about saying standard of care is crap. It's about we can certainly help it do better. And we can also, when we bring in other tools, we can help standard of care. You don't have to use as much. So instead of using maximum tolerated dose, we can go into what's known as the adaptive theory. So we push back the burden just enough to give the body a running start. Okay, like that is huge. It's like you push back the tumor burden just a little bit so that the rest of the body can step in and do its job that it was absolutely perfectly designed to do. And there's a lot of different tools in the integrated model that can help do just that, which also enhance the standard of care and protect the healthy cells while driving the standard of care more deeply into the cancer cells or the cancer, the tumor. So that's like the, the deficits of standard of care. And it drives me nuts that we aren't creating this bridge because even in the alternative world, this is just as problematic because in the alternative world, they're like, you never need chemo or radiation or surgery or targeted therapies. And they're the devil. And, you know, don't even consider that. That is just as dangerous as standard of care. Saying don't even think about taking an herb or fasting with your chemo or considering mistletoe therapy or um, you know any like cryotherapy or sauna therapy. Those are are wacko and charlatan you know approaches to this. Both are wrong. Both are absolutely wrong. And so my entire life, thirty years, has been about building this bridge. And this hospital is the bridge. Most of the centers that that are around the world today that offer um, quote unquote alternative or integrative therapies really dismiss standard of care.